It's the Go Million and Go Million Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. You will be blessed in two ways, with an influential interview and the engagement of powerful prayer. And now, your host, Bishop Nathaniel Gomillion. Well, praise the Lord. God bless you. Good morning to you or good afternoon, wherever you might be in the world. Welcome to the Gomillion and Gomillion Ministry Interview and Prayer Call Podcast. Uh, We're going to be interviewing uh, Bishop Vanessa Everett on today. And and listen, I want to let you know also uh, that you can go out to gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net. That's gomillion.gospelradiotoday.net. And you will find many, many, many interviews. You can subscribe there and you'll be able to listen to this podcast also and tell others about the podcast as well. Well, Let's bring Bishop Vanessa Everett on the screen today. Well, Good praise morning. the Lord. Good praise morning. the Lord, Bishop. God bless God. you, sir. God bless you, ma'am. I tell you, we are, we are broadcasting on Facebook Live, YouTube, LinkedIn, and Twitter at the same time. And we are so glad to have you with us on today. Thank you for um, this invite. Thank you so much. Thank you so very, very much, ma'am. Tell us a little bit about uh, who you are and where you're from and your family and and all of that. All right. Well, I am Vanessa Everett, uh, Bishop in the Lord's House. I serve as the senior pastor of the Deliverance Jesus is Coming Church, which is located in Irvington, New Jersey. Uh, That's not my place of origination. I was born and raised in Newark, New Jersey. And uh, I am the last of four children, the youngest, the baby, whatever you want to say, the oops baby. And uh, my family originated in, uh, how could you say, uh, Petersburg, Virginia. Wow. Uh, As you and I met originally and had conversation, my grandfather was from Petersburg, Virginia. And my mom was born there and raised there, and uh, my sibling. But uh, fortunately, as they moved to New Jersey, I was the last child and born there in New Jersey. So I am a cement baby rather than a country baby, all right? And all right. Uh, I, I uh, have been educated in the Newark system, Irvington, New Jersey. I. I uh, attended the high school in Newark. I went to uh, different colleges where I picked up courses and things to educate myself and be prepared for the work that has been going on in my life. Uh, I have one daughter and three grandchildren, and uh, we move it along in one wonderful dog, Harley, uh, which I often use since I can't talk about people when I minister the word. Harley becomes my partner in ministry now, uh, and we're able to Share the gospel of Jesus Christ. All right. Well, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. You know, I got a good friend up in Newark, uh, Bishop Rudy Carson. I saw oh, him last yes. at our international conference. I saw him. He's a good friend of mine. Good guy. Great guy here. In his yes, place. he is. Yes, he is. And uh, interesting connection. You up in Newark. Uh, you up Irvington now. Born in Newark, but uh, uh, from uh, family from Petersburg, and you know, you said you a cement baby. Well, Petersburg is all cement now. I tell you, as a matter of fact, the murder rate down here is rivaling many, many big cities. It's crazy down here. Yes, well, I don't sir. live in Petersburg. I live in Prince George, outside the city. 
city, but uh, yeah, Petersburg is um, it's quite the city now. Yes. Uh, 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 Pastor Nita Spaulding said, good morning, uh, my brother and friend. Uh, and of course, he says, our uh, guest, my, your guest, my auntie, Vanessa Everett, love you both. And Bishop Richard Spaulding uh, says, good morning, says, and your special blessings to me and my special guest, Bishop Vanessa Everett. Uh, we thank God for, for them, which is how uh, I got in contact with you. Um, you you spoke a little bit about your education. You have a interesting uh, educational background, of course, in Newark Public Schools, Essex County College, Rutgers, Lord have mercy, uh, and the Deliverance Bible Institute and United Christian Bible uh, College. Now, uh, you, you, I see you got a certificate in counseling, a bachelor's, bachelor's in theology, a master's in religious education, uh, honorary doctorate degree, but then it says here's something else. Of course, you've got life coach and notary signing agent, which I'm a signing agent. I know what that entails. But but you are certified mediator. Uh, tell us a little bit uh, uh, about that. I'm not sh sure I understand what that is. All right. Well, first of all, starting off, a lot of my accolades and uh, credits that I give to the different colleges and education that I received is all based around ministry. Uh, when there was a need to prepare myself to do something in ministry, I'd go take a course. I'd go get involved in learning more to be prepared to do what the Lord was calling us to do. Uh, but when it got into the uh, area of mediation, I'm a middleman. I'm a middle woman, okay, in that uh, uh, a mediator is the one that brings two sides of a dispute together. And... Uh, it's corporate, it can be family oriented. There's several different areas that these things take place and you choose your field. But what the mediator provides is an atmosphere or an audience for the two parties to come together and see what it is, communicate one with another. Uh, mediator does not advise them as to what to say or does not side with either of the parties. But we bring them together to help them understand each other for the sake of communication. Evidently, communication gets uh, broken down. It causes um, battles and different things between the two parties. And what our job is, or what my job would be, is to help them hear each other, understand what the expectations are, and see how we can resolve the dispute and come to an agreement as to how they're going to settle their differences. Okay, okay. Well, you just told, you just gave, gave a job description for who I am then. Okay, yes, we do it every day. Yes, sir. Go ahead, I'm sorry. I might be certified crazy, but I'm just not a certified mediator, but I mediate all the time. All the time. That's that's what we do. Uh, that's what we do in ministry. And oft oftentimes we have to be careful that we don't uh, put our own emphasis, but we put a God emphasis on it. He is in the middle. We want them to be able through the peace that God brings in, in times of uh, disputes, uh, brings about a time where we can say, okay, let me shut up. Let me be quiet. Let me really hear because oftentimes people talk and they don't hear one another. People say things and sometimes they're both saying the same thing, but mm. because they want to be right, they mm. 
tone out. They don't listen to. And so what mediation does is help each other to hear uh, one another and come to some agreement. It's how we're going to resolve the problems or right. look at the expectations that are involved. People don't always communicate what they really want. Uh, that can happen anywhere. And you know this from marriage situations to parent, children and everything else, even in the congregation. It, we could be talking about the same thing, but when we don't hear one another, we push our own uh, communication and that's what goes forth. Okay. 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 So now um, uh, uh, you got so many titles, uh, Doc, Dr. Everett, uh, Everett, uh, uh uh, you you are um, you have a tremendous church background. Um, uh, tell us about some of the experiences that you had prior to uh, to, to pastoring. My experience started in my childhood under the late Apostle Arturo Skinner, um, and and it's it's so awesome how God works in the process of things. When I was a child. We lived in a neighborhood where there was a storefront and Apostle Skinner, when he came into the Jersey area, started having prayer meetings right across the street from my house. Now, my mom was saved, loved the Lord, praying, and my dad was not. And uh, as, as we started going to those prayer services and whatever, uh, he became disturbed over that fact mm -hmm. and moved us out of the neighborhood. But when he moved us, he moved us across town and Apostle Skinner in his process of looking for a church location happened to be a half block from where my dad moved. So rather than move us away from it, he moved us closer and right into <laughs> it. Okay. So that that's, uh, I think that's lighthearted. And I'd say, well, God has such a humor as how he sets things up. And uh, as a child, I was drawn to the ministry. I was fascinated by the numbers of people uh, as a child, you don't always understand all of the message at that point, but being a part of a ministry where we saw signs, wonders, miracles happening through his ministry, and then the vast uh, congregation, the children's choir, becoming a part of the membership and, and participating in the church. Uh, what I can say as a part of my experience is I learned to love be, being in church. I loved being with the young people. I loved being a part of the prayer uh, interaction. And Apostle Skinner was the man of God that he did not exclude anybody. So uh, the children, the young people were just as important in ministry as the adults. Everybody uh, played a part and it affected my life. It taught me how to work in the church. Uh, as a teenager, my friends from high school were a part of the church. We would travel from, from high school, uh, three o'clock in the afternoon and go across town to the church to gather for prayer. And there would be anywhere from 50 to 100 people in prayer, children, wow. teenagers, and adults. Uh, it led to uh, me being a part of a group that led out this prayer, uh, which is important in your life. Uh, people don't seem to have that same desire and time for prayer. The young people in this generation, and I'm not bashing them because, of course, we can't judge what they do and don't do, but we see the fruit. <laughs> we see yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, what comes out of afterwards. Uh, my first experience of traveling and revival was under the ministry of Apostle Skinner. The year that we graduated from high school, he took us on our first crusade to California with him, along with many others. And we served, we just 
couldn't just go, but we had to go with the mind that we were going to work uh, in, in the ministry. So he would say, what are you going to do? Are you going to be one of the nurses? Are you going to sing? What are you going to do as a part of the team? Uh, so we received training. Uh, also, I was a part of what is called the Invaders for Christ. And that was the street outreach ministry, which actually my husband happened to be a part at that time. So okay. good thing. And uh, go ahead. You have a question there. No, 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 no. I was, I was listening to you because I, you know, I have a good friend I just interviewed. Uh, okay, okay. Sarah so, Sheila Baxter, and she does speak ministry. Oh, yes. And so out there, we, we were learning how to deal with people on the street. We would be on 42nd Street. And while on 42nd Street, we would be sharing the gospel, singing songs and giving our testimony. So in those times, I, I would say I was a background person. You know, when the crowd, the team gathered on the street, I wanted to be a part, but I didn't feel feel that I could uh, communicate or share in that fashion. But uh, my wonderful husband, who wasn't my husband at that time, would manage to call on the folks in the back row and call on the folks at the team to come up and share your testimony of salvation and how we receive Jesus Christ and the opportunity that it would give to others. So we did this on 42nd Street in New York, New York. We did it in Brooklyn. We did it in Pennsylvania. We traveled learning how to do ministry and love God. And that was the beginning of my experience of serving the Lord, serving, serving the Lord, doing yeah. work for him. Yes. That, that's awesome. That's absolutely awesome. Uh, uh, Pastor Spaulding has what Valerie Wilson, Horton Gibbons, Evangelist Beverly, uh, Levy, uh, Bishop Elroy, Ben, Carl Clark, Bishop Eric Dixon, Bishop uh, Reginald W. Atkins, Louise Scott Roundtree. And of course, my wife says good morning, blessings and, and love to you, uh, Bishop Everett. You you have you you are uh, and your husband work with Apostle Skinner in Brooklyn and then you uh, you went to, he started a church in Irvington, uh, New Jersey, and uh, you were, you all were married for like what forty four years. Yes. Uh, and uh, before the Lord took him home, and you you started a ministry, uh, which has for me. Uh, an interesting name. Uh, wh where did you get the name? Where did the name of the church uh, come from? Well, I wondered that when my husband told me what the name of the church was going to be. But uh, what occurred was because of our background in deliverance and what we saw the Lord doing, bringing the deliverance from sin Mm -hmm. uh, bondage, alcohol, all kinds of sin sickness, mm -hmm. and then physical sicknesses. The, 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 the word deliverance was brought about to say, this is what God will do. Yes, He'll yes. change your life. Uh, he'll bring deliverance to you no matter what area you need it in. And then from there, uh, one of my husband's favorite and scriptures was Hebrews 10, 37, for yet a little while, he that shall come will come and will not tarry. And so he wanted to let you know, you can be delivered to be yeah. ready to meet Jesus because Jesus is coming. And that was the uh, conglomeration uh, pulling together 
of what what it was rather interesting to most people the name of the church but it gave the message that we wanted to deliver well that's good i mean uh an interesting name causes people to ask questions yes sir you know and uh, of course i don't take issue with any name but but an interesting name causes people to ask questions and deliverance is is real the bible says that that the people continue steadfastly in the apostles doctrine Yes, sir. And, and and they saw signs and wonders, and I I believe even today that the church needs her miracles. I believe that because I believe our, miracles, yes, our yes. drawing card is is what we do is what is what God has positioned the body of Christ to do, mm -hmm. and so I, I I I'm I'm grateful for that. Uh, Elder Ravi Robinson says blessings. So, um, so now that that's the name of the church, and you and your husband uh, did ministry for a long time. You, so you had marriage going on, and you had ministry going on at the same time. Tell us how you all were able to do that and avoid burnout. That's an interesting question. Um, I'm not going to say that there was not burnout or times that the signals came up in the beginning of ministry. Um, he was driven by his vision and desire to do a work for the Lord. And I always had a statement that I would make, uh, and I wanted God to know that I would never do anything to stand in the way of ministry. Whatever yeah. I could do to lend myself to support for the vision, that's what I was going to be doing. I did not want to be moved out. I did not want to be transferred to another place uh, by hindering the ministry. So I worked along with it. Let me say this. I, in my early stages of being a, a pastor's wife, had no clue. Okay. Um, yes, yes, yes. When I say clue, uh, had no clue of what I should do, how I should conduct myself, uh, is, is, except for the example of holiness. But uh, I just lent myself to God, whatever you want to be done. That's what we're going to accomplish. I had a gentle giant and a man of God as a husband. And so we worked together wonderfully as a team. Um, he was one that felt that we had to put everything into ministry and we did. But then he would take time. He definitely set aside time to, to bless me with uh, uh, travel, uh, the opportunity. And I had good support because I come from a family, some of them lived with us. So they were able to provide care for my daughter and we could take time away. We did include our daughter in, in travel or, or you know reward her when we had to be away at long time. Um, but still his mind said, everything about him was about ministry and working for the Lord. And we did so wonderfully. and as a unit together. Uh, God blessed us for that sacrifice. Um, if I can say, in addition to that, God blessed us with a wonderful congregation that was very supportive, that is very supportive, in that they provided themselves as uh, to fill in, to minister. This is the way our ministry came together with a group of people that love working for the Lord. Um, it's different now. Yet uh, there are those who still do. 
when you look at the old saints, and we do have to refer back to our history and our beginnings, the saints of God uh, didn't challenge you with questions. They submitted and gave themselves to service. Uh, that's a little bit of a challenge that maybe we'll talk about later on in this conversation. But uh, they were there. They they have been there as a great support. So that allowed us the time that we would need to, to come aside and rest. Uh, in the beginning, not as much as I wanted to. By the time he realized that he was tired. <laughs> he, he was not burned out, but he was tired. And I, so we continued to work. I, I get it. You said uh, you, that you didn't have a clue when you became a first lady. And I was saying that, uh, that there are several things that there's no manual for. One is parenting and the other is being a, a, a first lady. Uh, uh, there, there's no manual, you know, uh, for that. This uh, is, could I say this in, in that there's no manual, but people everywhere have all kinds of expectations. They do, they do. And, they, and do. they may label you and put you into areas that you need not be trying to fulfill their expectation, expectations rather than what God intended for you. Well, there, there are some congregations that just want the first lady to wear a big hat and sit on the side. You yes, know, sir. There are other congregations that expect the first lady to be involved in ministry. And then there are some who are in between. They want you to wear the big hat and be involved in ministry. Yes, so, sir. I want a big hat. Yes, ma'am. But when I took off the hat, it was because I was doing the other side, doing the work. All yes, right. So yes, I have a closet full of big hats, but I don't wear them anymore. Okay. I, I, look, look, only, only people that normally wear the big hats are Church of God in Christ, except for Pastor Anita Spaulding. I think she wears the big hats. <laughs> she wears some uh, wonderful hats. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but she's a beautiful lady. Yes, she's she a is. Wonderful, wonderful lady. Yeah. Uh, 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 Pastor Nathaniel Council, one of my sons in ministry, is is watching. And then Pastor Nita Spaulding says, uh, Van Freeman Sr. And we thank God for all of you all being with us on today. Listen, this is the Go Million and Go Million interview and prayer call podcast. At the top of the hour, our prayer line will be open 518-425-1719. 518-425-1719. And we will be praying for uh, in half an hour after that. We're having a wonderful interview with Bishop uh, Vanessa uh, Everett from Irvington, New Jersey. Uh, let me ask you, let me look at my time, see how much time we got left. About eight minutes. So uh, uh, very, very briefly, uh, tell us uh, about, you're the pastor now, tell us how you are carrying the vision forward. There is great ministry, great vision that had been set in place and when my husband passed, I think I shifted into gear to continue the vision. Uh, and I don't believe that God doesn't connect what he wants me to do with what he set up with him. Uh, we are living in a different time now, and there's a lot of transition. When we moved into Irvington and started ministry, uh, there was a transition going on then in 1976. The community was majority uh, uh white community and the blacks were moving into the area. So that was the transition. And ministry started as a result of us wanting to minister to those that had moved there and felt that they couldn't travel five minutes away back into Newark to hear the word of God. So that was the beginning of ministry, transition. 
and uh, bringing the culture of the church and the word of God to them. As we move on today, and, and now that I'm senior pastor, there's another transition happening. My community is now changing and there's a large Hispanic audience there. Mm. I've got to not only reach the community that I'm uh, familiar with and know and uncomfortable with, but my assignment is to preach the gospel and share the good news of Jesus Christ. So my vision is to be able to transition through those that come into our ministry, being able to help us get the word out. I pray for uh, uh, the ability to communicate verbally through language with the community, because I said there's a great transition taking place. They I'm see sure. us. We touch them with our love and we witness to them with the ability that we have. We share in ministry during certain times of the year, but it's got to be more than that because they're passing by and their souls. My vision is through any means that we can, according to the word of God and his anointing, to be able to minister and teach the word of God. I am very concerned about our youth who come into the church now, church, and they say they love God, but I pray that they get a passion and a drive for their relationship with God through yeah. teaching, uh, Bible teaching, ministering to them, connecting the old, the love that the old church had with the new church, that they be not masked by all of the artificial uh, mm -hmm. programming that seems to touch their mind. They need to have a relationship with God, not just our youth, but our, our community, the, the world. Uh, God, we've got to get the gospel out. Got to be more than just uh, excitement and drama and all oh, of that. Yes. You gotta oh, get yes. That, that word in you. And I think that's the, uh, the burden of all of us uh, dealing with the uh, the glamour of church that draws people uh, uh, in and and getting them to get beyond the drama and and and, and the glamour and get into the word of the Lord. Uh, yes, sir. And and delivers. There has to be a, a, a teaching. One of my favorite scriptures is study to show thyself approved, rightly uh, handling uh, handling the, and dividing word. that word of truth. Yes. 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 Uh, uh, Regina Gaynor said, blessings, missing uh, Bishop James Everett. Love you, Bishop Vanessa Everett. God bless. Uh, praise God. Let me see what we got here. We got about four more minutes left or four and a half minutes left. Uh, are, there any, are there any books in you? There's about two books in me. And, and I pray that over the days to come that the Lord will allow me to get it out of me. Uh, there is a hunger in this world, and I believe there's been a hesitation for too many years in the role that the woman, while we play a great role, because mm -hmm. and I have to speak of this because that's who I am, while yes. we play a great role behind the scenes in supporting and encouraging and helping to uh, carry uh, the gospel or see that it goes forth, women have been hesitant. Uh, women uh, in ministry, have served in in the kitchen and 
in the on the altar praying but when it comes to stepping out to preach the word of god and teach the word of god as leaders this is where we are now we want to join you uh man of god and men of god all over in sharing in that a woman carried the word mary carried the word uh, oh, as it said amen and and now we're in a position where we can carry it and be visible I'm uniting, I get calls, and sometimes I don't understand why me, but this is the assignment given uh, from other women of God who are saying, we're, we're assigned now, where do we go, what do we do? Uh, I just wanna unite us so that we can strengthen one another, pray for one another, and do what God is saying do in these last days. Uh, uh, I have books that I'd like to write. There's one book, uh, Woman, Wife, Mother, and Everything Else. That's my title. And God gave me a piece as a result of ministering that years ago. And I'm looking to produce that in the days ahead. And other materials that will bless the body. I believe that those that minister today might come a little short uh, at times of what we need. And I don't say ignore it, go after it with a drive so that we are fully equipped. Study to show yourself approved. Study, uh, as, as you looked at that list of education, like I said, I don't have degrees in all of those areas, but those is the culmination of when I needed it, I went after and we need the Lord. Yes, ma'am, yes, ma'am. Um, um, and uh, Pastor Spalding, Anita says, write the book. Uh, I'm a friend of women preachers, have always been. Uh, um, let me ask this because our time is really winding up. All right. Uh, what What's your greatest prayer concern? My greatest prayer concern is that we not be masked with uh, the events and activities and false teachings that turn us from the Lord. And there are too many things that I see coming up in uh, social media that are far cries from what the word of God says. Uh, and so my cry is that God give us the desire to know for ourselves and to seek your face. Uh, I, I don't know how I can express that in any other way. When somebody loves me, I, I use this example. When my husband first began courting me, I don't know if I was totally convinced and interested. And he determined that he was going to do everything to make me love him which he was able to accomplish over the years. And God has done so much for us through his word, loving us and not cutting us off, that I pray that the impact of his love uh, overtakes our youth, our church, because it's more than the exercise of coming to a building. It is the, uh, the touching God and the uh, studying who he is because once I got to know who Jimmy Everett was, it was a no-brainer. And as we get to know who God is uh, and his love for us, that's that's my concern for the world. Yes, ma'am. One, one last question, because we really are out of time. Uh, if God would ask you, if God would say to you, and he would call you by your first name, he'd never call us by our titles. He would say, Vanessa, you have just really served me, and I thank God for you. I want to give you something. Uh, whatever you ask me, I guarantee I'm going to give it to you. What would you ask God for? That's a very, very loaded question because I think he's done it already. 
everlasting life is, is my concern. I don't want to do anything that's going to cause me to miss heaven. I want to, uh, uh, he supplied my needs. I don't know what I could ask for more, Bishop. Um, just that that I continue to love him more and more. I, I can't think of a material thing that I need. Uh, I, I'm blessed with health and whatever challenges, he heals me and takes care of that. I can't, I can't say that there's anything that he hasn't already done that I'm grateful, that I'm not grateful for. All right, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Bishop Everett. Hey, this is Bishop Gomillion, and I want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion. Look, I'm inviting you to connect with me beyond your hearing me weekly. I have resources for your reading pleasure. Here's what I want you to do. Visit my website, gomillionandgomillion.com, and check out our various resources. Let me spell that. That's G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N and G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N dot com. Check it out, won't you? God bless you. Are you ready to pray? Come on and let's dive in as we call on the name of the Lord. And if you have a prayer request, please let me know by email. You can email me at ngomillion at aol.com. That's N-G-O-M-I-L-L-I-O-N at aol.com. Email me and we will honor your request. Are you ready? Come on, let's pray. Our prayer line is open at 518-425-1719. What I would like to do is ask you if you would open us up with prayer and then we will uh, allow you to go on about your your day. And we thank God for you, woman of God, and appreciate the work that God's doing uh, through you. And we have to have you back. Thank you so much, Bishop, and it's been a pleasure. And we now, Lord and Father, in the name of Jesus, your son, we're so grateful for this day that you've allowed us to say, see, this is the day that you have made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. God, there are people that are listening in, in various areas of this world, across this country. And God, there are needs that we know only you can meet. God, I pray in the name of Jesus, first for this man of God who has opened up this line in this ministry, that you will continue to bless him as he has opened the door and pray in the name of Jesus that his ministry grow. But then there are others that are online, God, and we're all seeking to please you in what we do. We say, God, let the anointing flow in our lives, God, in the name of Jesus. I pray that those that are hungry for the word, you'd give us a special word to meet that need in their lives. You'd allow us to touch them with your love. Lord, we pray that we be hidden, that you may shine brightly out of us, God. We are a light and, and we're set in a place, God, where there are so many that are walking in darkness need to be drawn to the light. And in the name of Jesus, we pray that our places of worship, our places of gathering, our lifestyle, our walking every day will please you and that yeah. we can be a light to this world. I pray in the name of Jesus, God, that those who are hidden and, and, and are masked by 
things that are happening in this day will turn towards you in the name of Jesus. God, we're praying for the confusion and all of the hatred that is being exposed across this country. God, that you would drop some love in the name of Jesus into their areas, God. Set up vessels that can take the word of God and bring light and bring deliverance and bring healing and bring joy in the midst of a sad and unhappy world. And in the name of Jesus, we thank you right now for what you're going to do through us that are pressing towards you, through us that are reaching out to do your work. And God, we pray right now for those that are sick in hospitals. Diseases are coming from everywhere, but God, you're a healer. So we thank you right now for healing for your people, God who have trusted you so you remain faithful to them god lift them out of their conditions lift them out of their sicknesses got the sickness of sin god lift them out of it in the name of jesus there's so much we can ask you for today but god you know better what is needed across this world let your holy spirit come and dwell in us richly god so that we can give it out to others in the name of jesus and we'll ever give you glory and praise because it all belongs to you in Jesus' name. Amen and amen. God bless you, sir. Amen. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you so much, uh, Bishop uh, Everett. God bless you. We love you. And listen, you have a great day and continue your blessed ministry. God bless you and thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now. Hello? Hey, how you doing? We good. You had a little trouble there for a minute. Yeah, I did have a little trouble yeah. for a minute. Uh, I, I sought to, to 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 get it straight as soon as I possibly could. I don't know uh, what happened, but uh, we had a phenomenal interview today. Phenomenal, phenomenal. Facebook. Yes. Yeah. Thank you, sir. Uh, that that, that uh, Bishop Vanessa Everett is a wonderful woman of God, and we thank God uh, uh, for her. We thank God for the work that she's doing up in Irvington, New Jersey. Our prayer line is open at 518-425-1719, and we would love to have you call in and be with us. And uh, right now, I think we have uh, Deacon Willie. And uh, we, we have uh, Elder Sandra Lyle Jenkins. Mother Carter. All right. Um, all right. Um, Sister Carter, we thank God for you. And did somebody else come on? I'm on, Bishop. All right. God bless you, uh, Pastor Kim. All right, we're going to start praying, and we thank God for all of you being uh, with us today uh, on our prayer line, and we're going to ask if Deacon Willie would uh, lead us in, in prayer.
Yes, Lord. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Heal our bishop right now, Lord Father God. Put a crown his head, Lord Father God. To soul and feet, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Heal him right now, Lord Father God. Heal his wife right now, Lord Father God. Heal his friend and right now, Lord Father God. Heal his interview, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. You on Facebook right now, Lord Father God. You on church right now, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. You right now, Lord Father God. You got the collar right now, Lord Father God. You the song right now, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord Father God. You the love, Lord Father God. And the Lord for Lord, Lord Father God. Thank you right now, Lord.
Amen, 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 amen. amen. We thank God for uh, Deacon Willie. We appreciate him. We give God glory for him. At this time, we're going to uh, ask that Sister Carter would pray. Most gracious and God, Father God, we thank you, Lord, for last night's laying down. God, we thank you for this morning's early arrival. Father God, I ask you to bless our bishop and our first lady, T.O.P. family, Lord. Special blessings upon Deacon Willie, Elder Sandra and her husband, Pastor Kim, and Pastor Evans, Lord. Dear God, I want to thank you for watching over us. Father God, I ask you to, to continue to bless us, dear God, with uh, those that are, have sickness, Lord. Those of us that are a little weaker than normal, dear God, I ask yeah. that you, my brothers, dear God, my sister, Father God, myself, I ask you to watch over my children, Lord, and my daughter, yeah. and dear God. Father God, I thank you because you are worthy, Lord. Yes, Lord. Thank you. Dear God, you keep us going, Father God. And we may not be worthy of everything, Lord, but thank you. We continue to go, Lord. Open and pray thank that you. stronger that we will do as we should, dear God, and read in your word, dear God. Put trust in you, Father God. Because I heal the Father God. And you keep us, dear God, strengthen us. I ask you to bless our president, dear God. And Please, Lord. Bless those that are still doing things, Lord, that you are not faithful of, Lord, that you do not want us to do, that we should not be doing, dear God. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. I thank you, Lord. I praise you, dear God. I praise your holy name. all the blessing I ask in your name, Father God. Amen. 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 Thank you both. Thank you, Deacon Willie. Thank you so much, Sister Carter. We want you to know that we are are praying with you uh, as well and praying for you. At this time, we're going to ask if Elder Sandra Laos Jenkins uh, would pray. Amen. Glory. Father God, we worship you. We acknowledge the presence of the Holy Spirit and the angelic hosts that are with us. Hallelujah. Heavenly hosts that are here. We bless you, God, and we magnify you and give you praise. We ask you to cleanse our heart, renew a right spirit within us, oh God, and forgive us for our sins. Anything that we've done that was offensive to you, oh God, wash us clean. And Lord God, I'm lifting up those that are making decisions on family members, whether to go in a hospice or whether to pull the plug or life altering decisions, oh God. I pray, Lord, that you would direct them. They would seek you in making this decision, oh God and Father, that you would help them with this decision in the name of Jesus. Lord, I pray even for those 
foster children who are in the system, oh God, I could have been a foster child. So, God, I, I pray right now, Lord God, that you would protect, that you would keep them, Lord God, that you would keep them safe and that you would place them in foster care where the parents or the, the foster uh, people who are taking care of them would take care of them and love them and protect them and not cause any hurt, harm, or danger. Father, I'm praying right now for our youth. I'm praying, God, that you would watch over them and help to direct them and even draw them in, oh God. But you have a way of communicating but it's not with words. You have a sound and we give voice to that sound, oh God. Yes, so whatever Lord. the sound that the youth is hearing, oh God, I pray, Father, they will follow after it and surrender themselves unto you, God, in the name of Jesus. Lord, there are people that are missing, Father, from home. I pray, Lord God, that you would touch them and strengthen them, oh God, like you sent an angel to strengthen Jesus in the garden of Gethsemane, oh God. Yes, that you Lord. would send an angel to strengthen them through their trials and tribulations, oh God. Even Mother Carter right now, that you would send an angel to strengthen her through whatever she's going through in the mighty name of Jesus. Yes, Lord. But we hear it in the name of God, that you would bless her right now in the mighty name of Jesus, Father. Give her whatever she needs, oh God, provision and strategies and healing and deliverance, that you would set her free. Anybody in her family, oh God, that she's interceding for, oh God. I yes, pray, Lord. Father, that you would intervene, and Father, that you would move mightily upon that situation. We're lifting up our children, oh God. Oh Lord God, for we know that the enemy comes in like, but you raise up a standard against him, oh God. And we coming against all of his plots, all of his schemes, all of his plans, every sorcerer, every witch, every warlock, every necromancer, anything that's in the kingdom of darkness, we frustrate the works. By the authority of Jesus, we just be uprooted right now. That it yes, will Lord. not prosper against the children of God and against those people that are on this prayer line this morning. Yes, Lord. That our families will be protected in the name of Jesus. In the name Lord, of Jesus. We, 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 we ask you to give us a spirit of revelation, a spirit of faith, and, and, a, and, a, and a discernment of God. We ask you, Lord, that you would increase our capacity to even receive more of you, Father God, that we have a strong desire to be in your presence, to hear from you, to commune with you, God, in the name of Jesus. Yes, God. Father, I pray that our spirit would be so sensitive to your move, oh God, that you could whisper and we hear you, God. Even in a crowded, noisy room, we are able to hear you, God, because we we have tasted of you, uh, hallelujah, and we bless your name, oh God, we praise you, and we magnify you. Lord, I pray for those that are traveling, that you would give them traveling mercy, Amen. that they would get to their destination safely and back home again. I pray for those that are on vacations, oh God, that even while they're on vacations, that they won't neglect to call upon your name and to, to lift you up while they're there vacationing, oh God, because we don't vacation from you. You never sleep or slumber. So, God, I pray, Lord, that they would remember you while they're vacationing. Yes, Lord. Oh, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Yes, Father Lord. God, we pray for our loved ones, those that are our elders, those that are the, the elders, the, the elderly in our communities, oh God. That, Father, 
that you would bless them, that you would yes, provide Lord. for them, Father, even in a system that doesn't provide totally for, for, for them. Lord, yes, they're lacking Lord, yes. in areas, oh God, but I pray that you would bring provision where they're lacking, oh God, and that you would make ends meet, yes, God. oh God, and that they, would, that they would live in overflow in the mighty name of Jesus. The mighty name of Jesus. Oh Lord God, I pray, Heavenly Father, that we would live in the overflow, the eternal life of just like, as that bread never gave out and that fish never gave out and that oil never gave out until she ran out of containers to put it in, oh God. I pray, Lord, that we don't box you in and we would give you full range over our life, oh God. And that, Lord, whatever you need from us, that we would we would give it to you, God, a whole yes, heart. Lord. We would give you a whole heart. In the mighty name of Jesus, Lord, Lord, we thank you. I pray for my husband, oh God, that you would bless him and that you would strengthen him as he has retired, oh God. Yes, and that Lord. you would open up new ways and a new new journey, oh God, and, and provide for him, Father. Yes. And that you would give him peace in the mighty name of Jesus. Lord, I pray for my sisters and brothers in Christ, those that are struggling, those that have gone through situations of pain and hospitalizations and sicknesses, oh God, that you would shine light and that you would bring joy and that you would, Lord God, heal and deliver them, Father, and that they would see you bigger than what they're going through because you are God that is able to heal. You know the the, the, the prayers of our heart before we even speak them out of our mouth, oh God. The hairs on our head are numbered. You already know how many there are. You know how many that have yes, fallen Lord. out, oh God. Yes, Lord. So, Lord, your vast knowledge, you 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 know so much. You created so many things, oh God. We can't even fathom. We can't even think our ways are not like your ways, oh God. So, Lord, we just ask you to intervene into our situations, oh God. Whatever we're going through, whatever this nation is going through, God, that you would heal. I ask you, Lord God, to forgive this nation for its many sins. As I was reading in the book of Jeremiah how much you were so angry with the children of Israel, oh God, and how they kept sinning and sinning and sinning against you. I can imagine what you're feeling about what this country is doing, oh God. But we sin and, 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 and think nothing of it, oh God. Forgive us. Forgive us. Forgive us. I intercede right now for this country. Lord God, and I ask you to restore, strengthen those that are believers, oh God, that we would be able to continue to stand on the battlefield for you, Father, and intercede for this nation. Oh God, we thank you and praise you. I bless our leaders, oh God, that you would give them integrity to do what is right according to the word of God. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you so much, uh, Elder Sandra Lyles Dickens. We appreciate you and appreciate the anointing of God on Thank your you. life. Amen. And we are praying for your husband uh, and for you as well. Um, at this time, we're going to ask Pastor Kim White from the Bloomfield Baptist Church would come and pray for us. God, we come before your presence with a grateful heart. We honor you, bless you. That how we extol and esteem you, how we exalt your name on today. Thank you. Thank
thank you for the awesome privilege called prayer. Thank you for my brothers and my sisters, God, who have gathered in this moment. We understand that your word says any time we will come together, touching and agreeing upon anything that you would be in our midst. So we thank you for your ever-abiding presence. Even now, God, we're just asking that you would minister to every need of every son and every daughter. You said if your people whom are called by your name, that we would humble ourselves and pray, seek your face, turn from our wicked way. Then will we hear from heaven. You would forgive our sins and send a healing to our land. God, America needs healing in the land. Our yes, community, the neighborhoods, our cities, our state, our world needs healing, God. We come against um, violence and um, anger and bitterness and animosity. We come against the spirit, oh God, of the Antichrist that has been released over the earth. We counsel every diabolical assignment of the enemy, even now. And God, we're asking that you would be merciful unto us, that you would bless us and cause your face to shine upon each of us. I pray even now that you would bless Deacon Woolley and um, Sister Carter and Elder Sandra, I pray for Bishop Vermillion and Elder Vermillion and Thank the you, family Jesus. and every household of faith, every man and woman of God. You be glorified in the midst of your people, dear God. Even in this season and in this hour, yes, we trust you with it all. And so we lean not unto our own understanding, but in all our ways, we acknowledge you so that you can direct our path. But we fail to ask you for today. We pray you will not fail to grant it, but grant every need according to your riches and glory in Christ Jesus. This is our prayer. We ask and by faith, we believe that it is so in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Thank you. Thank you so much, Pastor Kim. Father in heaven, we just want to thank you today for your abounding grace and your abounding mercy. We thank you, Father, for your kindness, God. We are we ask God uh, in our prayer today, we want to just lift up the name of Deacon Donald Holman and his wife, Elder Ruth Holman. We want to lift up the name of Pastor Arlesta Newsom and his wife, Trisha Newsom. We want to lift up the members of the Tabernacle of Praise uh, for Gospel Baptist Church and those in the Full Gospel Baptist Church Fellowship, our founding Bishop, Bishop Paul Morton, our presiding Bishop, Bishop Joseph Walker. We're praying God for Deacon Willie his wife, I mean, his, excuse me, his pastor, Pastor Rico. We're praying, Father, for Elder Sandra Lyle Jenkins and her husband. We're praying for Sister Carter and her children and grandchildren and, and her family members, her sister. We're praying, God, for Pastor Kim White and her family and for her ministry of the Bloomfield Baptist Church. God, I'm praying for my own wife, Elder Francine Gomillion, and I'm praying for myself, God, and I'm asking, God, that you would lift all of us up and keep us, God, up under your wings, God, of protection, God, and yet keep us, God, in your face, that, God, you may look upon us, God, and make your face to shine uh, upon us, God, and give us more grace and more mercy. Allow God, that which we pour out of ourselves to come back into us a thousandfold. Bless our finances, God. Bless us. Bless us, God, that we might be among those who, 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 who David talked about, the righteous God, who you've never seen forsaken, whose seed you've never seen beg bread. 
Bless us, God. We know it is your good pleasure to give us the kingdom. We pray that you would share with us the resources of the kingdom that we might be lacking nothing, God. Help us to want to give more, that we may be able to get more. Because, God, your word says that you give seed to the sower. So help us to be sowers, God, that you may give us seed, God. Abundant seed that we might sow more, that the kingdom of God might grow and expand in the name of Jesus Christ. God, bless us. Give us visions, God. Allow us to see things that you want to come to pass before they happen, that we might be involved in enacting those visions. God, have mercy upon our nation. Have mercy upon our leaders. Have mercy upon every person in this country and those throughout the world who are known as a part of the United States of America. God, be glorified in all that we do and all that we say. Have us to say the right things. Have us to do the right things. Have us to think the right things. God, share with us the the, the, the secrets of your word, God. The, the secrets of your word that we might be able to look at the word, God, and see what's beneath it, God. To see, God, the nuggets. To be able to mine the word, God. To bring out of the word the great truths that are buried within it, God. And that we might share those truths with others, God. That they might be made free by the truth that we share. God, we bless you. We thank you for the privilege of prayer. We speak blessings upon Bishop Vanessa Everett and all who've been a part of this uh, week's interview and prayer call podcast. In Jesus' name thank we pray, you. and we thank you, Lord. Amen. Amen. God bless everybody. Have a great day, great week. You've been engaged with Gomillion and Gomillion interview and prayer call. Bishop Nathaniel and Elder Francine Gomillion serve at Tabernacle of Praise. 5283 Windsor Boulevard in Zunai, Virginia. You can contact them by mailing to P.O. Box 161, Zunai, Virginia 23898. Sunday morning service time is at 1045 a.m. and virtual Bible study is on Wednesday at 7 p.m. and the number to get in is 518-425-1719. Bishop and Elder are the founders of Gomillion and Gomillion Ministries, covering ministries and pastors, and can be contacted via phone, 804-943-8364. Bishop and Elder Gomillion want to thank you for listening to Gomillion and Gomillion Interview and Prayer Call Podcast.